Hey guys, welcome to Tired, Broken, Wild. I'm Marissa. I'm Allie. And I'm Amanda. Allie's back. I'm back. <laughs> We're all back though. Yeah. <laughs> back at it again. I missed you guys. Can't stop, yeah, won't stop. Yeah, I missed you too. Life is just busy right now. I know. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I literally haven't had a day. I think on Sunday I looked at my hamper and I was like, wow. I haven't done laundry in like two and a half weeks. <laughs> welcome to my house. I, I know, haven't right? had time at all. So, shout out to Carrie for taking my place. Yes. She sounded awesome. You guys sounded great. I was, like, so upset listening. I was yeah. like, I miss them. She was this a natural. So no, it was really, really awesome. Yeah, it was good. And her raccoon story had me dying. It was really, really good. Completely dying. I hope she's not pregnant. I, I know. I not Carrie not. the raccoon. No, yeah, the raccoon. <laughs> not Carrie. I was listening the whole time saying, I hate raccoons. Kill it. I know. Oh, I no. literally hate raccoons. Oh, they're so cute, though. No, they're so cute. I love those, you, like, those, not YouTube, but, like, Facebook videos. That they, like, steal, like, the, the food, and then they run away. I love it. <laughs> she'll I have a farm. I was going to say, well, she'll have like, a raccoon very soon. Well, I was going to say, it's, like, Gandhi on Elvis Duran. I love She, Gandhi. like, wants to domesticate, domesticate raccoons. Raccoon, yeah. She wants to get two. I'm like, I would be petrified. Like, so afraid. So, I hate them. I actually have, like, a funny raccoon story. This was at least 10 years ago. I had gotten my mom a little Yorkie at this. She was crazy. To she, I mean, she's she was a good person. But anyway, she rescued puppies from puppy mills. It became her life. So I would go, and um, one of my friends at the time, like she went, and we would help, like take care of the puppies. But one time I had to pee, and I'm like, "Can I use your bathroom?" And she's like, "Well, I have four raccoons." And I was like, "What Come again?" No. I'm like, um. And this raccoon, I it, would, it did something, and it, there was a YouTube video. She's like, "You've never seen the YouTube video of my raccoon?" I was like, "No, I've never seen the YouTube what video the of your raccoon." So, long story short, I went in and I met the four raccoons. It's also, I'm pretty sure, illegal to have domesticated raccoons. I was gonna. But say, how the hell did you domesticate them, though? Sound nice. It's she just... like trained it, but to me, I, I'm like, it's it's never during the day, it. though. It's yeah, weird. but she kept like all the lights down, like she. I don't know how she did it, but she had like four raccoons and she had over a hundred dogs and she would sell the puppy mill okay. dogs. No, she sounds like she has other issues. Yeah. That's just not. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It she was going to be in hoarding. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Like I remember I just got like so invested in taking care of all the dogs. And right. then this little tiny Yorkie came in and I thought it was going to die. And I knew my mom wanted a Yorkie. Is that Max? Max. That's Maxie. And I literally handed her, like, I think she wanted, like, $200 for the dog. I handed her, like, $400 cash, and I never went back. Because I'm like, I would just become too emotionally invested Mm -hmm. in saving dogs that Mm -hmm. I would become, like, a hoarding issue as well. (laughs) This would be my life. Yeah, it would. It 100% would. Because all the puppies were, like, you know, they were so cute and innocent. And Mm -hmm. you're like, uh. But, yeah, no, that's Max. (laughs) That's Maxie. 10, 11 years later, maybe? Yeah, he's so cute. No, Maxie. Totally different life than what, what he would have gotten. For exactly. Sure. He has the best life now. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. He's yeah. a king of the house. He is. That's oh great. Until <laughs> you meet my dad's dog, and that's a whole other yeah. story for a whole other well, time. That, yeah, Mr. Wink is yeah. in his eyes. <laughs> yes. That's not the that's not the king. No. <laughs> no. That's great. So, so round Yeah, who wants to start? I'll say mine, because I am fucking pedo. P-O'd. Go. <laughs> I'm gonna see mine last. Oh, oh last, last. You, I thought you said you were gonna say it. You're gonna save oh, it. No. Save it. Save it. Guys. All right, yeah, that's save probably a better it. idea. Yeah. I'll go quick. I'll go first. Okay. I officially said yes to the dress. Woo! 
Woo! Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I know, this is the best time yes. ever. So Saturday, I officially went, tried it on one last time in front of you guys. And with your I mom, which makes me yeah, so happy. My mom lives in Myrtle Beach, so she's not around for the wedding planning process. She's, I mean, through text and over the phone, oh, like, there, 100%, but can only do so much in person. So once I heard she was coming up to visit, I was like, perfect, making a bridal dress appointment yeah. because I don't want to wait anymore and I want to at least look. And I totally was not expecting to find anything. I just wanted to really get ideas on silhouettes. And I ended up falling in love with, I think, the fifth dress I tried on. Uh. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. I went to another appointment later that week because I was like, okay, if I don't find something at this place, I'm getting that dress. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that. That's it. I went all week. I did not stop thinking about that dress all week and then I went to the new place and I just compared every single I think I tried on 12 dresses and every dress I was like no it doesn't have this the other dress had this the other dress, and the girl was like then why are you here like I think you have your like not in a rude way she was yeah. great but she was like girl I think you have your answer Aww. like sometimes coming to the other place she's like as much as I want to win mm-hmm. and get you to find a dress here She's like, I think you found it. So I brought you guys to Letitia's Bridal, which yeah. is where I'm buying my dress. So, you know, I just needed to get you guys' full opinions because, you know, I just the more people who see it, the better. And she so. looks fucking beautiful. Yeah, her body is banging. 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 Some super body. excited. Spicy. Mommy. It is so freaking hard not to talk to John about it. Yeah. I know, but he better fucking cry. <laughs> you know what's funny i showed it to someone in her first like the first thing she said was he's gonna lose it he's gonna cry yeah you better so I, you look like, I hope so yeah. that's the goal right oh my god well you guys are doing a first look right yeah we are. so wherever they are we're gonna be like peeking yes, out the you're window gonna be taking pictures well, i'm gonna like, yeah, take yeah, a yeah. video yeah. i need a video oh my yeah, god. no you have to the way that it works at new york country club is he'll be standing on like the 18th green which mm-hmm. is like right off the patio right outside and he can, like, overlook the New York City skyline from there. And then I can just kind of, like, walk out onto the green. Like, hey. And be like, what up? I know. Right? Check me out. I'm you about to be a So, yeah, I'm super excited. And I feel like now I've never felt like more of, like, a bride. Yes. So. I honestly think that's true, though. You have to try on wedding dresses. Yeah in order to feel that way because you can have a ring on your finger and yes that's all and everyone can talk to you about it yeah but, but like, until yeah, you yeah. like know what your dress is i i really mm-hmm. think that that's like what will set that you over the shit edge gets real yeah mm-hmm. especially now that you're so far out you mm-hmm. know like a year and a half you do have a lot of time still like all the little stuff you can write checks all day for right. photography for dj but you have no idea like once yeah yeah just wait yeah that's the thing i was like i don't know i have so much time blah, blah, blah. but people were like yeah, but you won't really feel like a bride until you see yourself in a white dress. Mm-hmm. And it is a really weird... I can't, It's a very overwhelming feeling seeing yourself in a wedding dress. I it's, can't describe it. Yep. I'd never tried on until that day. Yep. So it was pretty crazy. But every time I like walked back into the room, I was like, oh, hey, that's me. <laughs> 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 Look at me, I'm a bride. I tagged you in something for a bachelorette party in Nashville. And, I want to do that. And all the girls, they went to like a thrift store and they bought old wedding dresses and they wore them out oh my god like one night they (laughs) They went viral yeah everyone took pictures with them they had so much fun people were buying them drinks all night we're so doing great i'm down 100 down that's so funny i literally just preserved my wedding dress i got married five years ago no it's in a box now (laughs) are you kidding me the amount of money you spent on these fucking dresses i wish i mean the amount you spend on dresses yeah like let's be real Fuck you all. There's a reason why you don't go into a bridal salon and say, no, I have 
an unlimited budget. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just trying on for fun. Because then was... guess what? They're going to bring you out a dress that is way more than you want to spend. But you're going to love it. And you need to get it. I know. You don't regret it. It was beautiful. I know. It's beautiful. You're telling me. this. That was a real story. <laughs> but that's why I walked in and I was like, let's not go over this number, please. Just don't even show me anything. Because... But it was fu- It was supposed to be fun. No, I was like, oh, sure. maybe we'll get on TV. Meanwhile, my entourage, no we offense, Amanda, sucked. Like, my sister was pregnant and she <laughs> didn't me. even cry. My mom's like, oh, okay, this is great. Yeah, we're going to buy a dress today. Amanda was the only person that fucking cried. <laughs> I'm like, I think she got probably like two feet out and I just saw it. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> My sister was pregnant and did not cry. I think I think her sister turned to me. She's like, oh, man, are you really crying? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yes. thank you, everybody. We're really going to get on TV with this attitude. Katie makes me laugh so much. 100%. We are going to go viral. But are I think, you kidding me right I know. Now? She's crying. like, pull yourself together, girl. Like, you're out of 10. I need you out of 2. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Meanwhile, I'm like... <laughs> My family's going to cry because I love it. <laughs> They're like, okay, great. <laughs> Perfect. Your mom's like, it's how much? What? Yeah. I know her mom looked at me. She's like, um, I'm going to have to sell a kidney. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll sell half mine with you. <laughs> Whatever. Things friends do. Yes. And I will do the same. I love that. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah. yeah I just wanted exciting. to get here. It'll, Another check mark. It'll be here before you know I it. I know. It's mm-hmm. going so fast. Literally, it's already May. I'm calling it May. It's going to be May. Yeah. It's going to be May. I saw that first meme and I'm like, whoo. It's that time. It's that time of year. Yeah. I was like, oh my Those God. Those memes drive me nuts. I love them. They love me not. I really First, love it. Because I can't help but sing it. I know. Every time I read it. I'm I know. Like, yep, Today is April, but tomorrow it's going to be May. <laughs> I can't help it. No. No. The first time I see it, I'm like, this is hysterical. The second time, I was like, okay. But I've only seen it once this year, so we're good. I've only seen it once, too. Yeah. Probably by the same person. I know, right? <laughs> I saw it. You know that dog that I love? The Holly dog? They had her dressed up like uh, like Justin Timberlake. Is it the is it like the hairless the dog? Yeah. Oh my god. Chinese crescent or whatever. We're gonna post a picture of her on our Instagram just so you can see the dog that I'm obsessed with. (laughs) I I freaking want her. She's ridiculous. I want her. Oh my god. This dog is ridiculous. It's one of those like hairless Chinese. Okay, already I'm out. Yeah. No, she's so effing hairless. What's the point? I I don't think she's hairless on purpose. I just think she's like not a good dog. Like she was abused and stuff like that. Oh, well, they're gonna well, feel bad. I know, right? We're yeah. like ugly. <laughs> no, I'm like obsessed with her. Yeah, exactly. How could you ever What's love the point that of thing? you? <laughs> like, look, look at it. It's gonna be me. Ew! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That is so ugly. Oh my god! I'm sorry Bite for your past dog. Freaking tongue. Bite your fucking tongue, Allie. Oh. I'm obsessed with her. Look. Okay, seriously, I can't look at her. She really grosses me out. What the fuck? I'm obsessed with her. I think she's so fucking cute. I'm like obsessed. No, I think they shave her like that. I just no, think- she's 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 abused. Look at her. Oh my god, I want her so Ew, bad. Like nothing about her is cute. Allie, bite your fucking tongue, bitch. La 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 oh my la. God. She's ugly. No, she's not. I love her so much. Okay, her Instagram is Holly's underscore amazing underscore no, journey get us fucking followers look at this dog this naked mole rat look she winks so is my dog and it has hair my dog's not wink my dog's just a big dumb dog like look at, look at her oh yeah so look at look her no you're not gonna sell me I'm sorry. <laughs> amanda Ow. 
<laughs> you have very cute dogs. I know, but, but I love her. Not... Oh my god, I love her. She looks like a little chicken. Exactly. She looks like anything but a dog. She's so fucking cute, guys. Follow her. Holly's <laughs> underscore amazing underscore journey. Oh my god. Too many underscores. You're out. I yeah. love her. I love her. I can't. I wish I could. T- I wish I could adopt her. I really do. But she's already has a loving home. But I love her so much. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know how we went from bridal dress to this ugly. Oh, what that meme? That may mean. Oh, I know it started beautiful and it went. No, don't down. talk shit about Holly. Okay, I love her. I would never talk shit about Holly. So um, Marissa, what's your problem, well, Mike? On that note, I've been getting up at four forty-five. I've been working on my personal development, which I, I don't very function. much think that everyone should work on their personal development. I and would have to wake up at like four fifteen in the morning. To I will out wake up with shower. you if you would like me to do that for you. Are you going to come over? Nope. No, we could do it right on. We, I could Facetime you. Mm-mm. Why? Yeah, no thanks. It's not the I will same. turn you off. Okay, bye. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. I'm rolling. I still have an hour and fifteen minutes to sleep. Good night. It's actually the first day sucked. The second day was like, uh, and then the, today's the fourth day. So by today, I was like, perfect. We're good to go. 4.45, I like my, I kind of like reset my clock and I'm good. So yeah, I'd rather work out. I'm like a night workout person. Yeah, do you know the other night I literally was driving home from work at 7.20 and I got so tired out of nowhere to the point where I really was like, I could fall asleep right now while driving, That's which not is good. not safe. But I don't know. It came out of nowhere. I was asleep by 7.40 that night. Mm-hmm. That's it amazing. was amazing. Yeah. No, last night I was asleep Amazing. by, I, I literally got into bed at 8.30. But see, I, I do that without without working out in the morning at 4.45. <laughs> I get no, tired. But think about how good you'll you'll no, feel. I know. I know I sound crazy. I think but I'm just going to do it while the baby naps. Yeah, or that. That yeah, too. Because. That too. I'm a that's, night workout. That's about two and a half, three hours yeah. to kill. Oh my God. I don't go to bed so. The workouts 11. are a half an hour. That's what I mean. So it's time yeah. to work out, shower, be done. Wow. Baby, wake up. Yeah, see, I have to do it in the morning because I wake up and then I go to work and then when I come home, the last thing I want to do is take time away from Reagan to yeah, sit and work out, you of know? Of course, of course. But yeah, no, personal development is huge. Self-care. Like, yeah, self-care for sure. And I'm so not that person. I'm like, oh, gag me. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll work on myself. But it's seriously, it's it's pretty amazing, the stuff that'll make you think you can do. Yeah. All about the mindset, out. I guess. It is. Yeah, it's it true with is. any diet. It is. I mean, it's anything you're gonna do yeah any life change yeah no definitely i talked to somebody and they said it's half the battle and i really think it is Mm because you just have to just get over yourself Mm -hmm. and do what you have to do so why are you so pissed off okay so like last week my around the mic was (laughs) obviously me and my boyfriend broke up i don't know maybe you guys can chime in we're all girls i don't fucking know maybe you our listeners any men fucking chime into this bullshit okay so we broke up it was a mutual breakup we both weren't happy, which is fine, and, you know, life happens. So he turns around, he blocks our podcast. Fuck you. Yeah. The next day. Strike literally. one. I know. Yeah, Thank literally the next day. He unfollows all my friends. Yeah, fuck you again. Yeah, seriously, what did I do to you? Yeah. And then today, like. <laughs> Although I'm team Amanda. Yeah, same. <laughs> through and through. And then today, Maybe like a week funny. later, yeah. a w- well, like a week and a half later, because we broke up last Tuesday thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He unfollows me today. Like, you do this for As what? we sit down to record this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the timing was just... I feel like we talk so much about being blocked. We should be, like, tired, <laughs> broke, wild, and blocked. Like, everyone just blocks us. Like, I don't understand, though. Like, what is the point of that? Like, you've seen all my posts that I posted since we've broken up. You've seen all my stories that I posted. Mm-hmm. And then today, 
at fucking eight o'clock at night, you decide to, okay, let me go look her up and unfollow. Like you literally, you're taking, you're making, like you're doing, oh, that's a lot of effort to mm-hmm. like go to our podcast, block it, go to all of my friends, unfollow, and then today decide to unfollow. That's a lot of effort. Where the fuck was that effort during our relationship? It's a lot of oh, petty effort, if you ask me. Like, I personally think that this was all a twisted game and he was probably like, oh, you know what? I left her. We're cool. Let's see how long it takes for her to come crawling back. And we're a week later, and he realized, you're not crawling back. Yeah. But it was a mutual he, breakup. He blocks our podcast. I know. He unfollows all your friends. You didn't react to any of it. Yeah. Now, here we are, a week and a half later, mm-hmm. like you said, you know what? She hasn't taken any of the bait I've put out there. Let me just unfollow her really quick, One, knowing yeah. she has the app that will show her that I unfollow her. That's I honestly think that this is all a yeah. sick, twisted game. I really do. I don't think it's mindless, like, oh, God, he I knows forgot you. to... He knows to, you, bottom yeah. line. You know, like, I sat there, I unfollowed Marissa, Allie, probably Jay, you know, anybody who she was associated with, but I'm not Even gonna, though we don't really give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going <laughs> to block Amanda. Like, I honestly think that this was all calculated. He pushed buttons, every single button that he knew he could press, and you didn't lunge. So don't know. Because it was a mutual breakup, though. Like, that's what I mean. Like, we were both unhappy. I was unhappy. He was unhappy. Like, we were together unhappy. Yeah, but I mean, Amanda, he does no wrong. Like, you know that. Yes. That's That's what I'm saying. Like, he harbored a lot of ill will towards you over a long period of time that he doesn't think that it was mutual. Probably in his head, he's like, oh, no, I left that bitch. Like, she's fucking nuts. Yeah, he might back his shit up. No, I'm not saying that that's (laughs) true at all. I'm just like, I really think that that's what it was in his head. This was his idea. This, like, he he does no wrong. In yeah, his no, head, he no. thinks he's a prize. No. Whereas we all know you're the prize. Exactly. So, <laughs> so that brings me you're to my. You're messing it up. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, someone explain it to me. Okay, if you wanted to unfollow me, do it from the get. Okay, yeah. you know what? We broke up the next day. You want to block our podcast. Why not unfollow me then? Why not take the effort and do it all in one shot? Because Why drag it out? different days throughout the entire week that we've been broken up he schemes more than a girl does yeah this is like it's like it's very mind-boggling yeah to me. no it's very i've never had to deal with this plotted it's very much thought out it's very weird because i think he thought you would come back or what he really wanted to do was probably fight with you a little more so he blocked the podcast first mm-hmm and then the next day he chose to block your friends like he took down half the pictures of you guys one day Mm-hmm. And then the next day, took down the rest. Because you know what? If you reached out, out to him after he deleted the first half, maybe you guys would have gotten back together and he didn't need to delete the rest of them. Maybe. And that takes a lot of thought and effort. Like, where the fuck was this during our relationship? Mm-hmm. I agree. I just don't understand it, guys. Somebody explain it to me. A gentleman. A guy with a penis. Please. Fucking come and tell me. <laughs> Which brings me to my next bit of again all of amanda's requirements right so you gotta be at least (laughs) yes we're still on the i would say between 30 and 35 tall i need to know what kind of car you drive and i need to know your zodiac sign only her though that's that's my requirement i'm also thinking about getting a cardboard cutout of her made to keep at new york country club (gasps) with me while i bartend yes so people can get the full embarrassing 100 percent. 100 percent. this is how tall she is this is how big her booty is yes this is everything you get a good idea no we gotta get like um you know when you go to build a bear and you put like a voice recorder in the in the bear we have like like the thing that you poke and it's like faha 
my name is Sophia exactly clank clank bitch like that's what we need (laughs) oh my god this is so embarrassing (laughs) so when people ask questions you can be like oh no hang on she'll answer (laughs) she'll let you know hold on yeah exactly that's the best (laughs) i love that that's what we need i'm all about it we need to go rob build-a-bear for a couple voice boxes (laughs) there's something wrong with you guys we're doing this there's something wrong with you guys no i mean i could take it to a billboard if you'd like (laughs) oh my god no want to meet your soulmate or not i know (laughs) i am trying to get you married okay oh my lord are you in or are you not we could do like to put in the effort here we could do like rockland bachelor oh no no, I don't, I don't think we should do Rockland. I'm sorry. Westchester? Probably. Mm-hmm. If we're looking for money. Yeah. Okay, guys, but I also don't want to travel fucking 40 minutes to go see a boyfriend. Well, that's why he comes to see you. Oh, well, that, was got, well, that got thrown in my face in my last relationship. We were half an hour away, and he came to me more because I have dogs, and that got thrown in my face. Well, just everything about him sucked, so. <laughs> don't worry. You're going to find a guy who doesn't fucking care and wants to fucking drive for He wants to drive an hour and 40 minutes to see, come see you. I don't you. want that. I don't want that. No, I that's, get that. That's far. That's no, far. I would like 30 minutes. Okay, so Orange. But like parts of Westchester are 30 minutes away. Yeah, Yeah, so like 30 minutes from Rockland County, guys. Okay. Everyone got that? That's our radius. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We're just going to find you a really hot golfer. (laughs) Right. Even though I found a really hot golfer today on um, Instagram and I tagged Amanda in it. It was Zac Efron. I don't think he's cute. Okay, guys, I spent an hour, an hour this morning tagging her in all Zac yes. Efron pictures until she, she tells me that this guy is fucking hot. I don't understand. I don't think he's hot. I think he's he, attractive, but I don't think he's hot. Oh, my God. Everything Allie, chime in, Allie. Don't so, even kill me right now. We're no, 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 no. so attractive. No, no, so he's definitely attractive. He's a little too pretty boy for me. I don't like it. I'm I love little, it. I, can't do, I don't like, like it. That's going to be in the voice box. I don't like it. I don't like, like it. it. So if you get like a sleazy guy. Sure, I'll take a Cosmo. Yeah, exactly. Sure, I'll take a Cosmo. <laughs> if somebody's like, oh, God, who's that girl? You you know it's on Amanda's so She's like, oh, God, I don't like it. <laughs> Yes. You'll have like a that was easy button. It's perfect. It's perfect. We're doing this. I'm all about it. Tell me where. Staples? Is that where you make it? Like, and she's also one of my bridesmaids, so she'll exactly. be here this day. I can have her here in two minutes. Don't oh worry. Oh, my God. And oh just God, so you guys. know, I will continuously tag you in all Zach Efron pictures uh, until you tell not. me that he is a fine Oh, my God. Specimen. Okay. Hold on, guys. She tagged me in one of those fucking pictures where he is like bleach blonde. Ooh. Disgusting. I'm, I'm liking it. Ooh. With the scruff. Ooh. With the scruff. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. No, but did you see him with Hugh Jackman though? I mean, come on. I love Hugh Jackman though. The I do. Two I think of he's them so like, I'd rather Hugh Jackman. I love Hugh Jackman. Well, first of all, Hugh Jackman has an accent, so that automatically well, yeah. takes you from yeah, like a like 10 manly. to a 20. That's yes. what I mean. I like, like, yeah. I like that rugged. Like, I love him in Wolverine. Fucking. In that boxing movie too, because he's like. He has like that facial scruff. Like, oh, I love like rag, like raggedy looking guys for some reason. And we can add that to the to the list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Raggedy. <laughs> if you're out there, come yeah. now because she's haven't showered in like a day. Like right scruffle off, you know. That's that's basically Amanda's Got type. Your hands a little dirty. <laughs> yeah. You know? Actually, I don't know. Like, do I actually have a type? Because you look at all the guys that like I've dated, none of them look alike. No, it's true. No, I think you have a type. What's my type? It has to be at least five to ten years older than you. I would say I, I, yeah, I did darker. Like I think that you have a lot of like darker, darker features. features. Yeah. 
Like there was one of your ex boy or actually two of your ex boyfriends that really threw me for a loop. But you <laughs> you like darker features, like dark hair, dark eyes. Marissa's been through it all with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting from day one here. <laughs> Usually like some sort of like buffer type of dude. That's true, actually, yes. Yeah. You like like the buff dudes. I like to because I'm little. I'm only five three. I mean I'm not like skinny, but I'm little. And Stop it. I'm not skinny. She can be thrown around a room. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Oh, I like that, though. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's part of the criteria, too. I like that. Gotta be able to throw her around the room. But no, like, I do, like, that is true, though, actually. I do lean towards darker features. You do. And I, muscles, I feel like, for you, are a must. Oh, and if you have tattoos, I'll drool. Yeah. <laughs> no, you do have a type. You do have a I type. I guess. But, like, a lot of my boyfriends didn't fit that type. But I was so attracted to them. Yeah, but they didn't last long. Nobody lasts as long in my life. <laughs> And that's what we're here to change. <laughs> I don't know. I think we'll, we're going to find you somebody. But we are 100% making a cardboard cutout, Amanda. How do we do it? I don't know. I'll figure it out. We're oh going to make it happen, though. Please don't. Please I have a don't. big Please size don't. printer at work. I'm just going to lay on the floor. I print trace color. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the best picture I have of you. I'm going to make my friend print it out. Oh or just do God. like, how about like from my chest up and just sit me on the bar? <gasps> Cosmo. I'll take a Cosmo. Cosmo. <laughs> okay, but yeah. So anybody, if you like to explain that to me, please fucking explain that shit to me. Because mm-hmm. I would love to know. And if, like, obviously I'm not going to fucking go to him, but, like, you're a fucking idiot. What's the point of doing this? Like, you're a child. The thing is, at the end of the day, like, I, I can understand if he, like, unfollow me because, like, I cheated on him or I was disloyal to him or I have ever lied to him or even if I did the breakup. It was a mutual fucking thing. But can I tell you something? You talking about this on a podcast right now is exactly what he wants. Well, fucking kudos to you, jackass. <laughs> it's exactly what he wants. He blocked us, so he won't hear it anyway. Yeah. Exactly. He never fucking listened to it to begin with. Yeah. But you don't know who he knows that listens to it. Maybe. I really don't care anymore. I know. Abby. Abby. I'm just pissed. I'm just pissed because it, like, it was mutual. So yeah. it's like... Stop being a child. You did that for what? Mm-hmm. For what? Bye, Felicia. You need a drink. Yeah. <laughs> clang, clang, bitch. Okay, guys. So the drink of the week this week is mermaid water. Because like in Pirates of the Caribbean, mermaids serenade men and they fucking kill them. <laughs> so to go with Ow. my like rage, we are drinking mermaid water. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds so delightful. <laughs> We're here so, to serenade, seduce, and then kill you. Yeah, yeah I'm all about it right now. Um, so it's Captain Morgan, Malibu rum. We have blue carousel, lime juice, and pineapple juice. And we garnish it with a wedge of pineapple. Very refreshing. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. Good for the nice hot weather that we got this week. Finally. I know. Reagan ate all of our pineapple. <laughs> it was so good. I know. We got like three pieces and she the rest. I literally she, couldn't stop giving it to she her. She ate all the pineapple. She was following me around like, more, 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 more. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I got you, girl. I'm with you. I cannot say no to her when it comes to food. She just kills I know. Me. I am part of the look problem. Look at that face. <laughs> like, Jay is probably throwing daggers at my back, like, as I'm feeding her more. But I'm like, I'm sorry. I only see her so much. And she's She, so like, cute. barely eats anything now, so. That's what I'm here. Yeah. I know, but you just look at that face and it's like, yes, yes, mm-hmm. just dr- eat more, mm-hmm. just eat more of it. It's She's best. like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. She's so cute, though. I can't. It kills me. So uh, last week we went to see a medium. 
And that was super exciting because, well, my grandmother, grandfather, and other grandmother came through, which was pretty cool. Like, everyone. It's a really cool experience. Yeah, everyone was like, well, what do you mean? Like, what exactly did she do? And I'm like, she just said dementia. And of course, I put my hand, my head down. So Allie and Amanda both had to be like, she, her grandmother has d- dementia. But I'm um, like, this bitch is not going to say anything. I know. We are going to miss this. You need to listen right now. I was just like, how many people in the room though could have also had dementia? Yeah, but it she was, was just po- the she was fact right that at she you, was though. I know. Straight ahead, and that's what I had to explain to like my sister and my mom because they were like, I don't understand. Like, do- isn't that like a little coincidence? Like dementia. Oh yeah, she wants to apologize for not remembering you. Like that comes hand in hand. And I'm like, I know, but like the way that she did things, she would be silent for a couple seconds and then she'd be like, okay, I'm getting pulled in this direction and then right. go to that side of the room. Mm-hmm. And then she'd pinpoint like the table and then she would, you know, start talking and it would relate to somebody. But it was really cool. I loved it. There were some things that you don't understand, but they say that when you go to a medium, they will say things that you might not relate to. But once you go home and tell like your family members or other people that that person had known, they get it. They totally get it. They're like, oh, yeah. Like, they mentioned something about Broadway. And my brother had called me after I sent it to him. And he was like, Marissa, grandma and grandpa used to go dancing all the time in the big halls. He's, She's like, maybe he's like, maybe it wasn't Radio City. Maybe it was like the big, like, beer gardens in Queens where they met, Aww, like, and got yeah. married. You know, she, they're like, he's like, that's what well, it could have Well, she said been. it was about dancing. Like, I see Yeah, dancing. dancing. Yeah. Like, so. and they used to go dancing all the time. So I was like, I didn't even think of and that. And I think she asked you, did they go dancing? Yes. And yeah. I said, no. When you're like, I at least for That's me, in the, the moment, moment, it's so in the hard. moment, everyone forgets things. Yeah. You're just how many people are in the room? Were there like fifty? She said like fifty to sixty. Yeah. People. So and then everyone's staring at you, and then you're t- extremely emotional because you're like, holy shit. Yep. And then like you're shaking, and then she's asking you, did she wear white sneakers? Did she wear jewelry costume? I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know, like unless it was something that was like super like out and like in my face it's hard and that moment so you recorded it for me which was great yeah no i was i was like okay quick yeah because once she said that we could record i was like this is awesome but you're all the way on the other side of the room so i hope we hear it no it came through like perfectly but it was it it was really cool it was like a great experience and i would love to go to her like privately yeah we got our cards i know i know I know, for anybody who doesn't believe in it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, it's a comfort thing. Totally. Oh, yeah. Like, I always say that. Even if they're telling me blatant bullshit, and they're lying, and it's not true, I don't care, because it makes me feel better. Oh, my God. My, literally, my, um, who was it? I think, oh, Jay. Jay was like, well, you know, she had, she had your names. I was like, no, no. 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 We were under Alice. I said, there was under, yeah. I said, Allie was the only person who had her name down, and they, they didn't even have my right and name. And they didn't even have her correct name. It was Alice. He's like, well, what about the credit card? I'm like, Allie didn't get read. Nope. And what do you think? She strategically went to Allie's friends and then f- then tried to narrow down what two and friends. And it's not like we said, it's not like I reserved it with her. And no, I but her. even with the credit card, the there's three of us. Who's Allie? But that's what I'm saying. Like, mm, you, you would know? have to go onto her Facebook, stalk her friends, like, go to her most recent Guess pictures. Guess which one she would have exactly. been with. Exactly. Go right. to then their Facebook 
Facebook mm-hmm. stalk them. Like it's exactly. just too. I, I don't know. And like, there's something on Facebook about your grandma having dementia. No, not at all. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. not at all. Like you would know who died in my family if you right. were on my Facebook. Right. Me too. That's another thing. Like my mom was like, "Oh, Amanda posts about her dad all the time." I'm like, "But the things that they say, it didn't have to do with who that. knew about." Oh, I'll tell mine. Yeah, but, but it, it was just it, it was a great experience, and whether it's true or not, it made me feel really good for a few days after it happened. So yeah, I agree. I think that that's all that matters. It's all about mm-hmm. healing, and it makes me feel like there's something more because I'm a big believer that this is hell. <laughs> I, I am. Like I think that we live in hell. <laughs> I do it's, like that. This world is too hard. Like, it is, it is. really rough here. To but me, I just feel like, and you can relate to this because you're a mom, I just think life is way too much of a miracle and way too beautiful um, for this to be it. Yeah. Like, I think yeah, I, I genuinely something yeah. bigger. Like, I genuinely sure. think, I think there's something worse, but I think that this is hell. And if we just do right here... We'll get to a better place wherever, whatever you, you believe in. Yeah, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, whatever it is. We'll all find out eventually. Yeah, and but... we better go back to our prime because 22, I was looking good. Oh, yeah. Good. I like 22, too. Yeah. That's when we were, like, really into fitness. I know. That was the first time in my life I was able to sit down and not have not a single fucking roll. It was beautiful. Oh, God, it was beautiful. I'm singing Taylor Swift's 22. <laughs> Amanda, I think, though, had, like, the sickest reading. Oh, yeah. The minute they said... I was bawling. I was like, Allie, please just don't sob. Just don't let us sob out. Allie, I hear you sobbing in the recording. Oh, my God. I'm sure. And it sucked because we were, like, sitting in a line. Amanda, it killed me. I couldn't even, like, reach over to, like, rub your back. I know. I was just, like, rubbing her leg. I was like, I'm sorry. I don't even know what to do right now. I was just like, oh, my God. Well, because it was, like, literally, all of a sudden, she's like... Who lost the father and looks right up at Amanda and I hear Amanda under her breath, oh Jesus. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, it's happening. I know. I oh know. my God. Like, I it didn't shit even, myself. When she said it, it, it didn't, didn't even register, register in my head until I heard Amanda say, yeah. oh, oh Jesus. shit. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, she's right. Oh my God, her dad. This yeah. is, yeah. So it was, go. It was rough. So before she even said a dad, she like, was done reading someone and she looked down for like a few seconds and she was like, I don't know, I'm getting pulled to the middle. And then we were dead center. Yeah, we were Best right. seats in the house. Yeah. yeah. Front and, my, and center. My heart dropped. I was like, all right, fuck, it's going to be one of us. It's going to be one of us. Because like you just felt it. Like it was going to yeah. be one of us. Yeah. Because like, the people behind us, I feel like they weren't even there. Like it was just, I know. Yeah. it was going to be one of us. They got up like every 10 minutes anyway. I know. They were like at the I know, bar. like why are you leaving? I know. <laughs> so she had said that and she looked up and we made eye contact and she was like, there was a male that passed away, and I'm feeling it's a dad. And I, I literally, I put my hand over my head, and I look, and I like t- lean towards Allie, and I said, "Oh Jesus." And she looked straight at me, and then my tears just. Well, flowed. she said she was like, "Am I with you?" Yeah. yeah. And she kind of, I think she and knew at that moment. My tears just flowed, and they're probably gonna flow right now. <laughs> and um, oh my god, don't cry, don't cry. No, it's okay, guys. For anyone who lost a dad, you know you. You feel the same pain, and I lost my dad kind of young, and I feel even more sad because, like, my sisters were even younger than I was. So what got me during the reading was not many people know this, and I'll share it now because it's my story. My dad was a very sick man, and uh, he was a frequent flyer at the hospital, and we would always call the police department to come when he wasn't feeling well and he had to go to the hospital because they would send a cop vehicle and the ambulance came a lot faster than if you called 911 because then you would get binged. Mm-hmm. So I would, we would call and it's like, oh my God, is it Juan again? And you'd be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the ambulance 
the EMTs and everything that came in, they were like, hey, Juan, how they knew him by name. <laughs> and when he got to the hospital, every nurse was always like, hey, what pajamas you got on today? Because my dad always had really fun pajamas. Like, he would have Superman. There was the Grinch. I think he had South Park. Like, Jets. 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 We actually buried him in his Jets pajamas. So he always had, like, those fun pajamas on. And so the day that it happened, he had went to the hospital. And my mother and my father always had a routine of he would get to the hospital. They would do their testing, see if he was going to get admitted or not. And if he got admitted... He would call her and tell her what was going on, and then he would call her again once he got to the room, and my mom would go because it came to a point where, you know, she couldn't be there hours on end. So she got the phone call that day that he was getting admitted. He had pneumonia, and they were going to admit him for it. And probably like 15, 20 minutes later, and everyone who knows this hospital knows you do not get a room that fast. Yeah. So she got another phone call, and it was a doctor saying, you have to come down because I don't know what was actually said, but I heard my mom frantic, and I ran upstairs, and she said, oh, my God, I forgot you were home. Daddy's dying. We got to go. And this medium, she was like, did you get a phone call, and you just couldn't make it in time? And that's when I just broke. Yeah. That was my realization that my dad was actually with her. Yeah. Because, like, Many times, like, I'm slightly suspect when it comes to these things. I think you have to be. Yeah. We're too smart. You have to think right. logically, you know? And not many people know that. Not many people mm-hmm. knew that my dad... Oh, a lot of people knew my dad was sick. And many, and like you said, if you go through my Facebook, my Instagram, you'll know I lost my dad. Yeah. My dad's all over my stuff. Mm-hmm. And so is my pop. Mm-hmm. So, like, once she said that, I was... I was yeah. a hot mess. Yeah. A hot so mess. mess. I think yeah. the entire room was a hot mess. Yeah. I know. I even felt like the medium lady, like, she, like, stopped herself, and I was like, please don't start crying with me. Yeah. I looked at her, I was like, please don't start, in my head, I'm like, please don't start crying with me. Yeah. Because I can't take that. Yeah. But, like, the lady next to me handed me tissues, I'm like, yep. oh, thank yep. you, thank you. <laughs> but it was all, it was like, rough. really good stuff that he said after that. It like, was. it was. Like, him acknowledging my sister got engaged, like, it was mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. and it was good. You graduating. Me yeah. graduating college, so my, okay, so I went back to school, so I took a year off of school, and I went back. I always promised my dad, I promised my mom, I'll go back, I just need a break. Mm-hmm. So, in that fucking year break, I worked three jobs, so. <laughs> what what, kind break? Of bre- what break did I give myself? <laughs> But, um, so I went back and I was graduating that May. My dad had passed away the December before, so five months prior. And it, my graduation cap was dedicated to my dad because, you know, everyone writes on top of it. Mm-hmm. I went to my dad's grave. I, you know, I put it there. I took pictures with him. Well, took pictures of the cap at his grave, not with him. So she, like, was mentioning, like, did you go back to school? And I'm like, yeah. And she was like, all right, he's acknowledging something with school. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, I graduated right after. Yeah. And so then my twin sister's. So it was just like a lot of acknowledgments that made me feel mm-hmm. good. And it was all things that happened after he passed away. Yeah. Not things that happened prior or anything like that. So to me, I'm a believer because, like I said, there were just certain things that she said that you I was like. Wish your mom a happy birthday. Oh, yeah. My mom's birthday. That was the cutest. That I like lost mom, it then yeah, too. That, yeah. Yeah. So she's like, whose birthday? Oh, well, when I told my mom, she lost it too. But mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I'm sure. But it was great. It was really good. But my dad mentioned, you know, engagement and who's getting married, which my older sister got engaged after my dad passed away. I think Mm -hmm. it was the Christmas right after. And me and my siblings, we have to think about, you know, we eventually have to plan a wedding without my dad. My older sister thankfully had two kids before my dad passed away. So he was able to meet like some grandchildren, but none of us are married. 
beforehand. Yeah. So now we all have to think about who's going to take that place, who's yeah. going to walk you down, who's going to be your first dance. Like, there's a lot of things to think about. Yeah, it's hard. Like it's it's all, it's really hard, especially like if you're planning a wedding, that's like your natural reaction, like to think mm-hmm. of. Well, there's certain traditions that always happen. That's Your the dad thing. walks you down the aisle. Yes. Your dad mm-hmm. shares your first dance with you. Yep. He's the one that gives you away yep. to the man you're going to spend the rest of your life with. But like those were, it doesn't always. Yeah. Those were always like, at least for me planning my wedding. I actually didn't even pick a father-daughter dance because me and my dad have, like, a very, like, dry, sarcastic type of relationship. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I think of my dad, I think of, like, down with the sickness, disturbed. I was like, why don't we just play that because then we won't cry. It won't be, like, I think a Guns and Roses. I was like, what if we just play, like, Sweet Child of Mine and call it a day? Right. And he's like, no, Marissa, we should dance to something nice. And I was like, I'm just going to have the DJ pick it. And to this day, I still don't know what I danced to with my dad because were we were trying – I think we were equally – both trying to hold it together we were talking and i'm like how what do you think the dogs are doing right now he's like i don't know what do you think they're doing because i just didn't want to lose it like right. if i yeah. if i cracked for a second i would have lost it mm-hmm. i would have completely lost it and i called it a day and i'm like a super awkward person to begin with so i'm like just all eyes on me i feel for you not being able to plan your wedding or pl- just anything i mean f- forget it just being wedding like a day to day i i talk to my dad every single day Every single day I call him. So it's, it would be, I, I just can't even imagine. And I'm like thankful that, you know, including Marissa, a lot of my friends' weddings that I do attend, they do understand that I still can't watch people do a father-daughter dance. Yeah, I don't believe I that. walk out. Yeah. I walk out. Mm-hmm. Either a friend comes with me or I just walk out by myself. And thankfully all my friends are, you know, very thoughtful and forgiving and understanding that even to this day I still can't, even if I'm a date, because it's I still n- walk away. you're not thinking of them yeah. together. You're thinking yeah. of you and your dad. And what you are what exactly. you're gonna miss out on. And mm-hmm. and I just I have to walk away. If anyone ever said shit to you about that, I'll fuck them up. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, I don't understand. Well, whoever. last year was my first year that I celebrated Father's Day. Okay. It was my first time with the boyfriend just fucking broke up with. <laughs> but um it was my first Father's Day in five years. Do you know that five years is a really good amount of time? My mom's mom died on Mother's Day in 2008. Wow. And she still does not celebrate Mother's Day. We do as kids because we're like, you're still our mom. Right. But she says this is a bullshit holiday. I don't ever want to celebrate it. I, so, I hate Father's so Day. So five, five years is, that's, that's good because I hate Father's it's not Day. childish. It's not anything. You're, my mom still is not celebrating. So, Well, yeah. I did it because, obviously, it came to a point where even my, my own mother was like, Amanda, you know, because you don't have daddy doesn't mean that other people can't celebrate their dads. And I'm like, well, that's true. And, you, you know, and when you love your significant other, you do things that, you know, you may not love to do. And I don't know if he actually realized or, like, understands that. Yeah. But... It was my first time. Yeah. It might be my last time for a very long time, but <laughs> it was my first. I think so, that that's a win. Yeah. And you don't yeah. ever have to celebrate Father's you Day. Go day you go day by day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. So. If one day is going to be a shitty day, it's going to be a shitty day, and mm-hmm. that's it. And you don't need to explain that to anyone. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to weddings, it's, it's very rough. But I still get really happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I have kind of a different perspective on this because... I have people so close to me. I have Amanda. I have my cousin, Jen, who's my maid of honor, both super close to their dads who unfortunately lost their dads at young ages. So I've seen... The heartache. 
that comes along with losing a parent. And I unfortunately don't have a relationship with my dad even though he's still walking this earth. I have a hard time with that because to me, I feel selfish because my dad is still here and I have so many people close to me who would do anything to have their dads here and I, my dad is, is here. I hope everyone got some bags, box of tissues. <laughs> everyone just got a box of tissues. I don't think it's selfish. It's not I selfish. I don't think it's selfish at all because everyone, when you grow up, you have different relationships mm -hmm. with parents. You know, I went through, my mom was my best friend and then my dad was my best friend and they were both my best friends. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think you should ever feel selfish because this is your life. It doesn't make anything worse, anything better. It's, this is you and that's all that ma really matters at the end of the day. Yeah, I think... I think one of the hardest things like I've had to go through is, you know, you grow up your whole life, your parents are your heroes. They're everything to you. They teach you everything. And I'll then you just kind of have to realize that they're not perfect. And uh, things just aren't always going to be picture perfect. And that's to be that's to be expected. And no matter what perspective you have on this, whether it's you don't have a relationship or you physically can't have a relationship, it's the cards that you were dealt. And you can't look at it from anybody else's perspective, you know, like... That's right. I think to me, it's like, I grew up so close with my dad. Yeah. So, when my parents split up, I was 17. Mm -hmm. Super, like, hard age. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, my dad's an alcoholic. Yeah. But the thing, though, is that I think you need to stop comparing, you know, your relationship to what me, Jen, and who else in your life has dealt with because like marissa said these are the cards we're given in life and at the end of the day our heartache is our heartache you know doesn't make mine less mine more sad than yours or yours more sad than mine or anything of that nature at the end of the day when it comes to our weddings we're going down the same path where right. we have to think about what's our plan b's my mom's Who's walking gonna, me down exactly. the aisle we're dancing together for exactly. my first dance and that's it because She's been the one there for me forever. It's hard because, like I said, I was super close to my dad. It's not like at five years old he disappeared and I went the majority of my life without him. Yeah. So for me, it was like parents split up and then like I'm able to form my opinions. My dad didn't like that about it. Yeah. And he wasn't prepared to make changes. Mm -hmm. You know, I know people say alcoholism is a disease. He can't help it. I just have a hard time accepting that. Yeah. That to me is a bullshit excuse. So we have a lot in common. My dad was an alcoholic as well, but my dad went through AA and... Oh, see, my dad's not an alcoholic, if you ask him. You know, it's... My, my dad was a functioning alcoholic. Mm -hmm. He was able to live a normal life. He was able to work a full-time job. He was able to be a husband to and a father to his kids. From the outside, no one knew, you know? I almost wish I would have grown up with an alcoholic father who was just passed out on the couch mm -hmm. because at least I knew he was safe. Yeah. At least I knew everyone else around me was safe. And instead, it was just he'd go leave really early in the morning to go to work, get home by 3 in the afternoon, but would go to the bar instead. He didn't come home. He'd come home at 6.30 at night, which I, growing up, always thought that's what time he worked until. Yeah. I didn't find out right. until later down the road, like, oh no, he's been home for three and a half hours. He just doesn't want to come home. So that's a hard pill to swallow when, like I said, your parents are your everything yeah. and all you want to do is be with your family. And it's hard when you have to kind of realize like, oh, I don't come first mm -hmm. when I should. So now I'm just kind of looking at it as like, 
it's his loss. It is. It definitely is. 100%. It doesn't make it easier. No. But, uh, no, it's never going to be easy just because you know he's still there. Right. Because he's still here. And it's unfortunate because, like, I don't feel bad for myself. I feel bad for him. Like, I know he knows I'm engaged. I know he knows all this is happening. I haven't heard anything from him. But, you know, I know it has to be killing him. Yeah. It definitely is. But I just don't want you to ever sit there and compare or feel bad that you don't have your relationship with your father just because your dad's supposed to fight. You're not supposed to fight it. And that's how I look at it. I'm like, I'm the kid here. Like, I don't care how old I am. At the end of the day, it's really shitty thing but you have to just remember like you your have your mom, mom your mom you loves have... you enough for him and her yeah no a thousand percent you She's have your you know you have your sister like you have your cousins your yeah. aunts you, you have, have us yeah, yeah. duh no thousand <laughs> yeah. percent no yeah. for sure it's, you know but I, but it's a void and i mean it is. although i can sit here and say like i understand i I mentally I understand. So like that's the difference. So my we both had that void. We both have those different. It's different circumstances, but we both have that void. I There's got engaged empty- in November. This is the first time I'm crying. Yeah. About this situation. The sad thing. I'm gonna sound really morbid. Even no. more than I have. That emptiness is gonna be there forever. I don't think there's anything in this world that's going to fill that void. And I just think that you learn to push that void down you learn to live with it live with it to have things to fulfill the things around it's like building a moat mm-hmm. around a castle you know what i mean yeah. like your heart to your castle you're always have that void but there's still that beautiful world out there mm-hmm. right and that's what it's the comfort but the sad thing that void's gonna be there forever but For sure it's but it's a void you you can't fix and you just have to learn I went to myself to the point of these things don't make me sad, obviously. We're all, you know, we we cry and everything else. But you still have to celebrate your life. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know what? And that's for you. It's like, it's his loss. It's definitely his loss. He won't be able to celebrate this happiness. But it's like, look at everyone else who's this happy, Mm -hmm. who's happy for us, for Mm -hmm. me. And it's just the future. Like, I look forward to. Not letting my marriage turn to shit. I look forward to putting effort into my marriage. I look forward to being the best mom in the world and making sure my kids know that they always come first, no matter what. You're going to appreciate Cole being a dad more than anybody else in this world because you're going to sit there and see what kind of dad he is and know that your kids will never feel that void. Right. Because that's what I pray for. Mm -hmm. I pray that my children... I mean, they'll never know their grandpa, but they'll know they know enough that they won't have that full void in their heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like having Cole there and like him being a great fucking dad, you're going to appreciate and love him so much more. For sure. And like so you much said, more. my kids will never feel that. Something you never want them to, anyone to have to go through. It's, nope. It's not fun. I went through a long time and it's going to sound really fucking petty, but... When my my dad first passed away, and I don't know if you can share in this because obviously you had your your end point with him, but there was a moment in time I would see little girls with their dad walking down the street, and I would get angry. I would get very angry, and I'm not angry at them, but angry that I had that memory and I no longer do. Like, I will never be able to walk down the street with my dad again. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it took me a long time to, like see a dad and like a little girl together and smile smile, like I used to took me a long time a long long time to do that I just think that it's 
it's other circumstances if the roles were reversed. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it could be a totally different situation. I would just be thankful for the memories that you had and Mm -hmm. be grateful for the fact that you had somebody in your life that gave you those memories to give you such a void right now. You know, it's... I posted something like that the other day where it's like, you know, I I sit here and I cry because I miss you, but I also cry because I'm thankful of everything that I had in my life with you. And I'm so thankful that I had someone so important to me to miss. But it's like, when it comes to this special day. You know, I know you said like your mom, your mom's gonna do everything with you. Mm-hmm. Walk down your aisle. So I have... John asked for permission. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, well, yeah. <laughs> Any guy in my life will know that because like my, there's a lot of women in my family. So if you know my family, we're all very headstrong people. And if any guy would think not to ask my mother, yeah, you have another thing coming to you. I would be you. scared <laughs> for any guy who just showed up with a ring and didn't talk to Emily. Oh my god, there's a, there's another thing coming to you. Oh my god, I hope I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> but I also have very important men in my life. So my uncle Dave, he's like my I would consider him my like my another dad. Mm-hmm. He has a very dry sense of humor. I love, <laughs> I love it. that. I love it. But my uncle Dave is my uncle Dave. Yeah. yeah. But like my brother is very important to me too. Yeah. You know. So like when it came down to this, and like now that I'm older, I didn't I didn't think about wedding right away. Yeah. You know what I first thought about my kids. Yeah. yeah. I said, holy shit, my future kids will never know him. Yeah. Don't know of him. They'll never know him. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what's gotten me more mm-hmm. than I agree. my that's, wedding. That's hard for you me You know, because the wedding is as, as amazing as it is. It's a day. It's six hours. It is six hours. Mm-hmm. And every day that after your wedding, you're going to forget more and more about that day. Like there is going to, that day is going to be super emotional, whether it's happy, sad, excited, you know, like nervous, anxious. Yeah. Yeah, But Mm -hmm. literally I remember everyone's like, Oh, sit there, take it in, remember it. And then the next day I was like, I remember everything. And here we are five years later. And I'm like, what was the appetizer? You know what I mean? Like those, it was risotto. Yeah, it was risotto. (laughs) (laughs) It must've been good. It was fucking delicious. (laughs) But that's, yeah, you're going to, that, it's a day when you have a kid it's it's a lifetime so and that's something also you have to remember even though it's in our hearts that our father is not there no one's gonna remember that everyone's gonna be like Allie's mom walked her down the aisle Mm -hmm. they had a beautiful first Mm -hmm. dance oh yeah I'm not worried wait do you know your song I do but she doesn't want me telling people okay so as I got an older I've thought about okay fuck hopefully I'll eventually get married one day (laughs) and if I do I want my, my cousin Kyle, he's also a very big part of my life. I will fight my husband, my future husband. I will fight you. Whoever you are, wherever you are. You know what, though? Kyle needs to be my groomsman, plain and simple. My... Your brother walked down, though. He wasn't a part Why of it, was he? My brother? Was 100%. He no, he was on Jace. No, Jace, that's what he meant. Was yeah. And Carly was on yours. And Carly was, was on, on mine. mine. Yeah, well, so that's what I want. That's what I want. Because yeah. I know a lot of people, in a lot of weddings that I went to, the men chose the men. The woman chose the woman. But you can have a guy stand on your side, too. No, he. if you knew my cousin, no. <laughs> no, I... I <laughs> well, no. he needs to be a part of my wedding. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. He needs to be I on the groomsman's side. I will fight somebody. I will fight my future husband. I'm going to fuck. He's going on that side. 
So then that's my I'm one. I'm assuming it won't be much of a fight because he'll probably know. But well, yeah, because yeah. I mean, actually, I won't. Even, I probably won't even have to fight him. Kyle could fight him for me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, if anyone knows her cousin. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> my cousin. So I want him on that side because he needs to be part of my bridal party. So it's his brother Ryan, but okay. I want Ryan to walk down my mom. Okay. You know, your mom has to walk down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Right. So I want Ryan to escort my mother. That's his role. My brother is going to walk me down the aisle. Yeah, I like that. Give me to Uncle Dave, and mm-hmm. I want Uncle Dave to give me away. Okay. And then me and my mama do our first dance. Oh, my God. I, like I think I'm going to, I'm just going to ball the entire day. Oh, well, guys, I hope you have tissues in your bras because at my wedding, obviously, I cannot do anything and not dedicate something to my father. Yeah, of, of course. course. It's going to be the same song that we danced to for my sweet 16. Oh, oh God. And there will be a slideshow. Oh, my God. And there will be a poem. <laughs> I love so, that she has all this planned. Put your she has tissues. Nothing else planned for the no. wedding except for everything. I'm you don't myself. need centerpieces. <laughs> you just myself. need like oh, no. tissues. Oh my god! So everyone I know stuff your boxes. boxes. I know Kleenex boxes <laughs> on like a really decent like charger, and you're fine. Oh my stuff god. your bras now. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose. You thought me at the medium was bad. Yeah, like, I know. Right? <laughs> Oh god! I know seriously, and I was bawling at the knee. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm like, I'm literally holding back sobs right now. I know, Please. but like, like the song, as a girl, yeah. the the slideshow that got me a fucking poem. Forget it. I'm yeah. gonna be on the floor under the table. Yeah, I give you credit because yeah. I don't think I can. Right, wait, who's reading the poem? Me, her. Oh fuck! I know. I'm not ready. Freaking at Marissa's wedding, I give the speech, and I'm like, oh god, here comes my boogers. I know, <laughs> and like I'm hysterically crying. So it was perfect. <laughs> it probably doesn't take me like a fucking half an hour to read a poem, but oh my gosh. <laughs> but no, cause like there's there's no way in my mind that I can ever do a wedding and not do something for my dad. Anybody who knows you, know? you knows that there's yeah. no yeah. way we're doing anything. So everyone, my guests, women, stuff your bra. Yes, he'll be there. He's not missing it. Hell no. And then me and my mom is, well, everyone knows this. It's not a surprise to her either. Is it Brown Eyed Girl? Yeah. I know it. Oh, so know as it. a kid, I always sang this song to my mom. And we're sappy as it is. Mm-hmm. And like doing a slideshow for my dad and shit like that. I don't even yeah, know the fucking sappy you don't song. Need, yeah. So we're going to dance a Brown Eyed Girl. I like that. It's adorable. <laughs> I really like that. It's very you guys. It is. I like that. Because like, like I said, as a kid, I used to sing it to her at the top of my lungs in the car. Right. Like her tattoo for her, she says when she passes away, it has to be something with brown eyed girl. Aww. Yeah, that's her song. Every time it comes on, no matter where we are, we call each other or we text each other. Aww. That is fun. I love and, that. You know, that's but. good though. Like That's the thing, you know, at least you have your plan B. Right. You know? I mean, and that's the other thing. I have a friend who is getting married next year, who is kind of, she can't relate because both of her parents will be there, but her fiancé lost both of his parents. See, that's right. I wouldn't even know what the hell I would do. Neither of them will be there. And he doesn't talk about it. He kind of just, like, puts up his guard. It's also, like, a very Doesn't want to talk about it. Just kind of acts like it's not happening kind of thing. You know, just, it's not even a thing. You know, whatever. But the way my friend kind of looks at it is not only does she feel bad for him and want to console him, but she looks at it as, like, you know, people complain about in-laws, but, like, I'm never going to have them. Yeah. You know, like, I don't have a woman who I can go up to and be like, thank you so much for raising your son to be this person. I love so much. He's the best person. She looks at it as, like, oh, my God, like, he lost his parent. Like, how is he still the best person I've ever met in my life? I couldn't imagine not having either. Honestly, guys, if I lost both my parents, I don't even think I would get married yeah it's hard like both of them like it's also females i don't know if it's more traumatic to us 
I mean, that's really unfair to say, but I don't know. Because I feel like guys tend to not be so emotional. That's the thing, though. I think he's just, like, not showing it. I think he is an emotional person. I think there's a lot more in there than he's going to let out, which could be a guy thing, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's it's sad. It has to be, like, kind of helpless. But can you imagine, like, sitting there saying and, like, saying, I want in-laws. Like, everyone always complains about their in-laws. But, like, she can't even make judgment because, like, all the judgment she has is you made a really fucking awesome guy. Right. Yeah. When she's at family functions, all she can go off is, like, memories that other and people have. And it's kind of like, does she feel left out? Exactly. Like, a family she stuff? She does. She feels left out. Just not in the sense of, like, not welcome. She just feels like, like she, can't she chime doesn't. In, right. Like, she, she doesn't know them. Right. Like, she, she can't have an opinion. Like, right. Like, it's just kind of like, well, I don't, I didn't know them. Like, I can only go off what I'm told. Yeah. Kind of thing. So. I think that would make me She'll never have stories. Right. She'll never have yeah. stories with them, whereas she'll always just be told stories which is yeah. that is sad and, and it's also sad because like when they I just think children, of it as like I know John's parents I love John's parents and like if I didn't know them I would be really fucking sad if I never got to meet but them but also like when they decide to have children if they have children mm-hmm. only he can talk about them mm-hmm. like she yeah. can't even be like tell her own kids yeah. yeah like you know how grandma and grandpa were like she can't even say that yeah like that's that's rough. There's going to be a lot of things in life. She can't, she can't, it would only be him. And she would, I don't know, ugh, I don't know if it's just my pushy fucking personality. Like, right. I would be very pushy. Like, you need to tell our kids about your parents because I feel like he doesn't really want to talk about it. Right. But you have to when you have kids. That's the thing. I think he will. I think he's just not, I think he's open to talking about his parents because he's talked to me about it. Like, he's shared, yeah, he shares stories. Not, you're not his babies. That's the thing. I think talking about his own feelings is yeah. just where it's going to be a hard oh, like, thing. Everyone, anyone who's listening, please forgive me when I say this. I don't know. Is it easier when you lose a parent young? Or is it harder? I don't know. Than if you lose um at my age? No, I think that it's it gets harder. Well, when I say young, I think he was around your age. So, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I meant yeah. like young, like seven. Right, right. Or like, like, like my young, cousin was young. 13 when her dad died. Yeah, so like, like is that is that easier because you adapt better, or is it harder because you? I don't know. Like when my dad passed away, I was dating a guy who was a blessing to me at this time, and he had also lost his father, but he lost his father at seven years old. I took my dad's death very hard, and I still take it hard. There was a moment where he had said something and I reacted really meanly. He sat, he turned around and told me, I get what you're going through. And I flipped out because I said, no, you don't. You lost your dad at seven. You don't get it. And it was the meanest thing I ever said in my life. And I felt so terrible afterwards. I, I, I literally punched his dashboard because I was so mad. The thing is... But there was alcohol involved. <laughs> I know you were. I know you weren't saying that in a malicious way, though. Like It I wasn't malicious. It was not malicious. From, because... It's different to me. I don't think it's one is different. more sad than the other. I think he knows where you're coming from in the sense of he's lost his dad. Mm-hmm. But he is lacking. Like, he missed out on having, like, growing up with his dad. Exactly. Whereas you were able to so grow bad. up with your dad. I don't know. I kind of I kind of understand what you're saying. No, yeah. Like, I'm I not feel like every, with her. every day that you're with your parents or you're with somebody is, like, one more day that you get physically, like, attached to them. Yeah. I mean, I rely heavily on my parents, like, emotionally. Like, it, it's... 
I like I said earlier, I talked to my dad every day. Like if I lost him at seven, I would be devastated. But now it's like if I lost my dad, God, knock on wood, tomorrow, like you I were not the cult. You, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel mm-hmm. like kids are resilient. You like I I mean, I might get a lot of shit for this, but I totally agree with you. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't understand where you're coming, like like he doesn't understand you. Yeah. But I think with every day that you get older is one more day for you to get more and more, with the lack of better words, attached and used to things happening every single day. I think as everyone gets older, we get more and more regimented. When you're younger, you're carefree, you're this, you're that, you're, you know, you're all over the place. Mm -hmm. Now, all of us do the same exact thing every single day. But you also have to think about every single milestone you go through in life. Without them there. So you have middle school graduation, high school graduation, prom. Like there's a lot So that's also like what I think about. To me, like, yeah, you didn't have the established relationship, but that in itself is like, wow, I was robbed. Like I fucking missed out on all that. And now I get to watch all of these people have a parent during all of this and I don't. No, that's that's true too. So to me, it's like I said, I don't think one is more sad than the other. I think they're just different. Yeah. Like Like, I cried more. In that sense, I don't think he knew what she was going through. Yeah. So I think that's what you meant when you kind of Also, like, I get very, I got very mad. Okay, so first, I also was more sad when my dad passed away because my sister was just graduating high school Mm -hmm. and he didn't get to see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was more sad for me for them Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. But also, (laughs) during the time of losing my father, I despised, and this is going to sound... Judge me if you want. You can't judge grief. So. I know. Judge me if you want, but I despised anyone who told me I understand it. I get it. Yeah. No, you fucking don't. You don't know my feelings. You don't want to. You don't I know what's going in my head. You don't get it. Mm-hmm. I despise anyone who ever sat there and told me I get it. You do see at wakes though, people fucking come out of the woodworks. Mm-hmm. They Absolutely. come out of the wood. There was people in my dad's wake. That I never thought would come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was touching for the moment because it was. It took. It takes effort. Yeah. And I appreciate effort, and I appreciate thought. But you know your people. Mm-hmm. You know at the end of the day. Yeah. Who you people are and who you're gonna run to. Absolutely. You know, like Marissa was my run to. Mm-hmm. The guy I was dating was my run to. My family was my run to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a very rough, rough point in my life. But I also think like. I've become very cold since losing my father. It's changed me in more ways than I can say. My wall gets fucking 10 times thicker when someone sits there and tells me, I understand. I get it. And that's why I get very uncomfortable when I go to wakes. Because I don't know what to say. Because I know how much I hated it. Yeah. So all I, honestly, all I do is like give a hug. I do say I'm sorry because... Obviously, it's a terrible loss, mm-hmm. and you are grieving for the person, but that's all I say. I get very awkward. I get very silent. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say, and it's like, I don't want to ever come across like I'm cold, but it's like losing my dad. I don't know how to be there for someone with grief. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's really hard for me. Because I think you learned that the way you probably previously grieved or the way that you thought you grieved wasn't right was not the way that you wanted to handle to grieve in that situation yeah like i'm sure any wake or funeral that you went to before that you had no problem going up i'm so sorry for your loss you know i'm here for you call me whatever you need because you didn't necessarily experience any 
thing. Like I'm a huge believer in you lose somebody, that is hard. The next four to five days after that are going to be the easiest of your grief because they're planned for you. Because you know you yep. have to wake up the next day, go to the funeral home. You have to have these many outfits yep. picked out. Exactly. Yeah. Then the next day you have a wake, you know, two to two to four, seven, seven to nine. nine. <laughs> I know. hated the second yeah. half. I know. But oh that's, my God. that's the thing. Like I you just want to go home and go to bed. It's yep. a little like, it's a little probably weird for me to say like, oh, those next days after are super easy. But they are because it's when all of that stops. You bury them. Stop showing yeah, up. you go to that lunch, you finish eating, and then you have to live your life without them. And I believe that that is the hardest part. I don't let the thought of a funeral is very weird. The thought of a wake is really weird. Like, hey, let's all like, you know, travel to this one room where there's going to be a body at the front of the room. And we're just all going to talk amongst each other in the room with a body. Like, it's just the whole thing is very weird to me. I know it's tradition and a lot of people, like, do that. But it's just the whole thing is weird. So what do you say? Like, I I, I don't even like to go up to the casket because it's very uncomfortable for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I have a friend who doesn't go up to the casket. I'm weird. I have to feel it in the moment. Either I will or I won't. Like, I can't, I can't walk in and be like, I'm not going up. Like, I, it's just in the moment. It's how I feel Mm -hmm. kind of thing. To me, I'd rather someone just like, just give me a hug. Say hi. Give me a hug and walk away from me. I am literally the worst. (laughs) Can I tell you, I went to a wake for a golfer from New York Country Club. Okay. I remember you talking This guy, John gave him free golf anytime he wanted to play. Because he was like, this guy's fucking 42 years old and dying. Like, the least I could do is give him free golf. So anytime he wanted to come play, John let him go out, whatever. He ended up passing away. I went to the wake with John because, like I said, like they were very good friends and I knew of him from working there. And I wore my New York Country Club pullover because I was like, I'm going to let them know. Like, mm-hmm. I'm wearing it for him, you know, whatever. And the second I went up to talk to them, I completely broke down. And I know that they were probably looking at me like, who the fuck is this girl? And why is she having a meltdown right now over my husband? Like, whatever it is. Or my, like, who are you? And the second I told her who I was and where I was from, she had the exact same reaction. Because for her, it was like, oh my God, like, that place meant so much to him. And the fact that you're here now, like, just shows me why it was so important to him. And... I'm just so happy to know that my husband affected so many people like this. And it's just, I'm the worst. Do not take me to awake. Just don't even, just leave me <laughs> home because I cry forever. It's the worst. I, I just I, immediately put myself in those people's yeah. shoes. And like Amanda said, you don't understand unless you've been through it. And to me, I'm like, I think in my head, that's me trying to understand it. And it, it's just so overwhelming. And yeah inconceivable to me like I can't even think about it so I just cry yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so enough crying for tonight I'm over it yeah I hope you guys all brought tissues because I needed them we were not expecting this tonight no it started off like Amanda's gonna fucking bury a body today (laughs) (laughs) and I will don't fucking tempt me she's still there don't worry don't fucking tempt me oh my god I'm fucking pissed though Uh, so once again any gentleman I'm gonna say gentleman who wants to fucking explain this to me? We have please, a lot of guy listeners. Please, Mostly please. guy listeners, I, know. I feel like. Explain this shit to me, okay? Because I don't get it because I think what was transpired is very a fucking girl thing to do. And I didn't fucking do it. So please explain to me. Explain it to me, please. Someone fucking explain it to me. Someone explain, explain it, it to, to her. her seriously. Please. Because I, I've never dealt with this in my life, so 
I need some perspective. And while you're letting her know, um, just remember to rate, subscribe, like, yes. follow. Follow. Love us. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Yeah, especially if you've got any guy friends. 30 to 35. Thanks. 30 to 35 that want to go golfing at New York Country Club no, to I don't, see Amanda's I don't even golf. life-size It's okay. They all have money. Portrait. Golf's an expensive sport. I don't even golf, but if you want to see my face at the country I don't golf either. Club. I'm marrying a golfer. You don't <laughs> <Yeah>. gotta golf. <laughs> Honestly, I think golfing is a little boring, so. <laughs> I love golf. I just suck at it. But I'm willing to learn anything. I'm very, I'm an open book. It's fun. It's, Amanda, it's so up your alley. You drive around on a cart drinking and hit balls oh. with, with shafts. I can hit, I can hit, I can hit balls. <laughs> I can have balls hit me. Oh my God. This, I think we felt, we have felt every single emotion. I think I so. I think like when guys sit there and say like girls have multiple personalities, fucking listen to this episode because boy. Oh man. Like, how are they laughing right now? Yeah, right? Like, you know, I'm about to take a shot of fucking Captain right Rum. I'm fucking going to take a shot of Captain right it. now. It's necessary. <laughs> All right. Well, we love you guys. Yeah. If you have any stories that can relate to how we're feeling, um, always feel free to reach out to us. We're here for you. And uh, clearly we've all been through some shit. Seriously. So you're not alone. Definitely not. What doesn't kill us make us stronger. <laughs> Absolutely. And we have our friends forever. And ever. Clank, clank, bitches. Cheers, Cheers. bitches. <laughs> love you. <laughs>